please enjoy the music while your party's being reached. Recording, we're live. Um, thanks for coming back on the show, guys. Always a pleasure. Huge a- burden. A hundred <laughs> episodes. My God. They said I couldn't do it. Yeah, when did you start doing this? Because I feel like I feel like you've been pretty consistent. I, I don't remember any like huge gaps. It was like April or May of 2020. I started at like the very beginning of the pandemic. It was like one of those things I would like tell bartenders that hated me i'm like yeah i'm like definitely gonna start a podcast someday and they're like okay great um here's your tab (laughs) see dreams come true uh wait amber i heard you returned to podcasting recently is that is that true you you dropped back into chapo for an episode i did um i'm uh it's thus far been like movie episodes but like I want to do um, this book episode on uh, Hillary Clinton's book. <laughs> what happened to that ghost book? Written. It's it's ghost written. No, she wrote in, like a novel, or it's definitely like she said things and someone took it down and turned it into a novel. But I have a feeling it's going to like it's. I've been distant enough from Hillary to be like, I want to see what I can glean from your psyche in this. I'm not. I'm not mad at her anymore like i'm like i hate you but it's like a it's like a you know an even level thing it's not active it's a low blow. And I, bet, I bet it's psycho what is the novel about do we know anything about it? unhinged didn't bill clinton write one am i making that up i think he did it was like a thriller that took place in the white house oh my god well, so this is like something that like UK politicians do like all the time where they write these really, and they're usually like Tory. They write these really um, like thinly veiled romantic lists about like a, you know, a, a, a Tory fucking MP and from the north of England, but he has a lot of sex and has a lot of danger. And it's always like the descriptions are like, you look at it's like, have some fucking dignity, you know? <laughs> You're like an, an evil fucking bastard whose family probably owns slaves, like in the Caribbean. Like, don't be pathetic. Aspirations of of any artistic aspiration from someone who's done something evil is like so embarrassing. <laughs> Did Obama ever start that podcast? It's like, you're not going to be remembered as a great novelist. Like, you've no. already kind of written your Wikipedia. So just stay put. Yeah. Uh, Obama, yeah, I think his podcast where he was really popular, too. There are still people who are, like, obsessed with Obama. Oh. I knew there were some, like, Spotify playlists floating around, but uh, I guess the podcast didn't come across my desk. Has anyone read uh, Emrata's new book? What's it called? My body. My no, body, the hand it... grenade. <laughs> <laughs> is it like a memoir or like a? It a, seems like it? it. Essays, maybe about herself. Well, so, uh, someone I know mm-hmm. read it and described it to me as memoir as essays. 
like that she oh, set yeah. out That's to stylize it as essays, but it's it's a memoir essentially. Yeah. So so basically, she's my colleague. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. You guys should go I'll on a book out. tour together. <laughs> we should go on a book tour together. We should. Um, she could blurb you together. Yeah. Have yes. get a blurb. Get a blurb. I'll get, I'll get an Amrata blurb. Mm-hmm. I bet she'd be really comfortable. She seems incredibly nice. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm I got the book on Audible because I want to listen to her like husky sexual voice um talking about sexism while I'm driving in my convertible around Los Angeles. It just sounds like a really like nice time. <laughs> just being a gay misogynist. <laughs> yeah. Just I mean, thinking like, of, uh, yeah. I just want to hear her talk I- about her boobs and like you know, how disgusting men are. Yeah. The one I really want to, I have it on my Audible because I want to hear her do it is, but I haven't, I haven't started it yet. Is she made O'Connor? Oh my God. Oh, I listened to the Celebrity Book Club episode of of that. And I think it, it, I think they liked it. It was, it seemed a little juicy. Everyone I know likes that they liked it. Like they said, she's like, not, bitter she's just really funny and like she's just like yeah i'm kind of insane and i'm a difficult person here's what happened in my life and it's like that's what i want like most of these things are like totally ghostwritten i think she wrote her yeah that's what it seems like from what i've heard she also kind of had like a like child abuse that rivals like a child called it like it was she went through some <laughs> oh yeah shit. she was a fucking like young Catholic girl in in Ireland and like I mean they're still finding like mass graves and shit of just like uh girls that had a baby out of wedlock in the 1950s and they're like we're gonna take away the baby and you're gonna work at this uh this laundry thing washing clothes or whatever so you can you know survive but also if you die of like extreme negligence we're gonna bury you in an unmarked Right. <laughs> yeah, that's how it was for me. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing. You were in a Magdalene laundry. You were I like mean, a really like one of those nice groovy like kind of progressive Catholic schools, right? No, 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 no. It was like not. Oh, really? it, was, it was surprisingly traditional and like not groovy. Um, Sometimes they are though. They're the weird ones that are started by like kind of strange lefty nuns and things. Like, they can go either way. We had very, like, um, I would call them, like, politically agnostic, like, strictly Catholic nuns Mm. who were just sort of, like, always telling us we're going to hell. And I I mean, they weren't allowed to beat us, but some of them did. And then they got fired. Like, there there was always, like, a scandal of one of the teachers, like, beating a student with a ruler and then getting fired. Yeah. Yeah. because they had one foot in the past you know yeah yeah they didn't know that that's not allowed anymore yeah yeah you could be paddled by the principal which part of me is just like how is that like where is where is you know to catch a predator on like fucking public schools if that was like that's just like you know that guy's probably a pedo if not he's got something weird why do you want to spank other people and the paddling is only taking place on the ass right i mean that's only place yeah okay 
Well, in my diocese, I keep one-upping you. In my diocese, they were pedophiles and they were on (laughs) to catch a predator, (laughs) which I'm not even making up. Um, They did a special episode. Yeah, they did a whole like two-hour special in my hometown because there were just so many predators to catch. (laughs) Yeah. It was like the, it's like the capital of child abuse is where I'm from. Did they just like, uh, was it one of the ones where they just shuffle them around where they're like, okay, someone's complaining, you're going to be moved to Detroit, but you're not in any trouble. Don't do it again. Okay, you did it again. If they were moving to, you know, Tallahassee. Yeah. I always, well, I found it shocking because I always thought that show was just filmed in one location because it always looks like the same house, but it's like, they're always in a different city. They just find a very identical looking house no matter where they are. It's a pedophile decor. Yeah. It's that house. Like it's a two story track home. I was going to say it's always well, a ranch because you can always just like hole. hop in every window. <laughs> like a oh theme God, park? Can I, tell, can I tell you guys someone tried to bring it in my house? No, what? What? Yeah. Did you uh, report like, on Nextdoor? Like today? I woke up, no, because it was like, it'll just make them all insane. It was three days ago. It'll just be like, I think it's all, it, it would, it would start a weird feral they would just start like beating any homeless person they saw on the street being like, I'm pretty sure it was his. Um, but like I woke up at like 3 a.m. and the dog's like in his little bed, at the foot of my bed and he's growling. And I went, what the fuck is your problem? And then he gets up and he stands up and he's all alert. And I hear the, uh, the front door, like the doorknob just with someone oh trying God. to get in. And then he's like barks and he runs up and, and then I run, of course, to the dining room, close to the kitchen where the knives are, obviously. And I like look out the dining room window at my porch and stairs. He's like running away. So it's like, glad I have a dog that sounds like a hell beast, but it's like, yeah. and then today one of my neighbors uh, came up to me. He's like, hey, do you have like ring or that, you know, a, a uh-huh. camera thing? And I'm like, no. And he's like, uh, so someone broke into my house, like, he lives like six houses down from me and i'm like what day and he's like three days ago and i'm like they must have just been trying every he's like i wasn't there mm, i do that like... i do that yeah i try every house on the block yeah but i'm like, I'm like... anything missing he's like maybe some jewelry but yeah they, they like there's just someone there's some guy and i didn't have a description of him so i couldn't even like really like tell the police like you know he's like we're in pants that's all I could see is dark. No sense of age or race or no, no. He was running. He could run. The, it was the. It wasn't in a wheelchair. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. No details. There's tons of freaks in LA. Door, I feel like the people would just freak out. Well, yeah. Now everyone's like losing their mind, and they're like a thousand times more desperate and like. Uh, yeah, you treat people like animals and like smash them out. Yeah. Do you think we're gonna catch Dorit's burglars? There's some pretty clear, you know, video. You I mean, mean wearing like you mean... <laughs> Mauricio and PK? Yes, I do. By burglars, <laughs> do you mean um Teddy and Edwin? <laughs> Who staged been... this insurance scam of a robbery? It's a little, you know. I mean, do you actually think it's an inside job? What do you What do you think? 
I mean, th- she already got um, robbed once. Someone brought up the clip. She There was a scene where she was filming with Erica and she described that they had burglars come and stole all her jewelry and all of her bags. And now she's saying it happened again. That's what are the odds? Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> it's a I would like to see the police report. Yeah. And like, wouldn't everyone know like, oh, this is the lady who's constantly surrounded by cameras. Like, yeah. The best detail was that the burglars came in through the classroom. Yeah, their their kids. Oh, they wow. entered through the classroom in the home. It was crazy because the night that it happened, <laughs> like it was the maybe like the third or fourth episode of the reunion. She was talking about how she like buys all of her own clothes, and I'm like. I kind of think they're rented and uh, the burglars should know there's nothing in that closet. <laughs> like <laughs> Nothing good. <laughs> Not this season. Yeah. Not this season. Yeah, you want like a full Gucci monogrammed look or a full Dior monogrammed look or like she, everything else was vintage. So I did believe that she bought it. But no, I don't think they'll ever be caught because I don't think they exist. All right, on the record. I do think that, like, you know, now that Erica and Jen Shaw have both, like, been under the microscope for their financial crimes, I wonder if they're just two of the first dominoes to fall. I think so. I mean, Dorit's always, there's always been rumblings, you know, and it's what's done in the dark comes to light, you know? Yeah. It would be weird to, like, continue, like, scanning if like the people around you if your fellow scammers are dropping like flies in your direct proximity you know but these people don't that they it sounds like there's a lot of hubris sounds like they're like well Mm. it won't happen to me you know well there's like a serial killer mentality where they like kind of want to get caught or something probably yeah yeah Mauricio had a big scandal where he like bankrupted a country in Africa. Do you remember uh-huh. that? I do remember that. Absolutely. I wonder whatever happened with that. I'm sure it was like litigated in private. I but... think they donated a lot of money back to like some like, charities or something. So what had happened is like he bought a Bel Air property from like a prince in Africa. I it was think. it was Mal it was Malibu. It was Malibu. Okay. Because they, of course, had a great Gatsby themed party there. That's right. Oh my God. <laughs> it's too good to be true. But he basically <laughs> bought it from this guy and flipped it in under a year, and it was like twice to himself. For it. Yeah. Right, so it like right. breaks a bunch of California real estate laws. Yeah. Yeah. If it were um, a business, that would be called embezzlement. Mm hmm. It is a business. It's a real estate agency. So it's called the agency. <laughs> Um, who are still they're still quite active um around la oh did you see they were getting a selling sunset oc spinoff that one of the oppenheimer brothers is like opening up um an office there and like they're gonna do i can't imagine that um amazing that the oc like one that the real estate people are as psycho in the same way like these are not eccentric people you know they're like repressed orange county republicans yeah, yeah. they wouldn't act like react well to christine quinn yeah it's yeah. selling sunset like is it a condition of the production that it has to revolve around the oppenheimer group i don't know like, i mean could it, could it ex- because like 
you have million dollar listing franchise where the agents who star on that show work at different agencies. Yeah. And I think it, I think that is the core of the show is the Oppenheim group. It's like the women that work for these tiny bald men. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but then how it, 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 doesn't it, it, that really it, it, limit the film? But doesn't that limit it as a franchise? Like they can't do like Miami, New York, whatever, because they don't have that many branches. True. Yeah, they They're new, regional. It's the difference between like getting a whole bunch of permission from a whole bunch of different agencies and then just like getting mm-hmm. like blanket permission. Although then you can't really curate your talent, can you? You have to take a full deck of those. Well, it's always kind of rumored that like not all the women work there that much, and they're kind of just like filming the show there. Well, yeah. that's real estate. It's yeah. like it's like a, a bored woman is like, I mean, my real estate life, you know, like that's you know, I will it. say because I go on these long walks through the hills sometimes, and like you just like I look at all the houses and you see the signs in front of them, and I do see Chriselle's name on a, a few listings. And you know who else's oh, name wow. I see on the She's on the signs. The no, it's like literally the sign in the front. It's like Chriselle so-and-so at Oppenheim Group. But then there's also um, Kyle's daughter who works for Mauricio at the agency. Oh, right. Yeah. Is on, is on a lot of listings as well. I wonder if like the word of mouth helped or if they're just, they were probably like actually, probably a combination of like women who actually like, you know, like do it. Like they're like, I take this seriously. I like selling property. I like doing this. I like doing that. And then there's just like the kind of like hobby that's just like, hey, I'm gonna sell houses, like, you know, once a month, oh, yeah. do a well, showing or something. Ramona Singer uh, is at Douglas Element now in New York, and she'll probably take it seriously enough, I think. Like, she's I don't know, like she a... could probably make some money. All her friends, yeah, she knows so she... many people. And it's all already changed. She's like a, dri- a driven person. <laughs> yeah. It's our, yeah, and it's, she's already has that distinction running in the media. For example, when it was reported that Ebony K. Williams had was responsible for the reunion not being filmed because she launched a human resources inquiry into Ramona for allegedly saying something racist. Um, and it was reported in the New York Post. Yeah. There was there was like a quote of like, mm-hmm. I absolutely didn't say what I'm being accused of. The real estate agent said. Like they referred to her as the real estate oh, agent. Wow. <laughs> okay. Well yeah. what what was alleged that Ramona said is like she I was said, like, go off, real estate agent. <laughs> Ramona allegedly said, See, this is why we can't have black people on the show. Which like I could kind that of doesn't see sound... saying that. But I don't know. That like, sounds uh... a little too blunt. <laughs> It sounds a little too blunt. It is a little, I, I, even for her, but I think it happened at the lunch in like Sag Harbor, which was like daytime, and I don't think she was that drunk. And it's like a little extreme, but I could. It sounds I, like she'd be more euphemistic it, about like, it. Like this is why we producer, can't have maybe. certain people on the show or something. You know, yeah. like yeah. a little bit of a plausible deniability. Kinds of people, wink, wink. Right. Right. Which is like a pseudo woke neoliberal yeah that's what she's referring to you learn to know the language yeah. you learn to you know cover your ass totally i mean it's definitely like there's there is like a new trope in reality television where people are trying to bring 
the kind of like woke ideological discourse to TV. And so far, I think it's right. pretty much failing because I think people are sick of it. Oh, but totally. TV is like TV is pretty late to it. Yeah. Well, and it's attracting. Yeah. And it's attracting these sorts of personality types who are like incredibly insincere, like Ebony K. Williams was pro-Trump and she was a Fox News pundit who was pro-Trump. That was like kind of what made her famous. And she completely changed her tune when it suited, when it suited her to be, to become this like kind of mouthpiece for like, um, you know, like neoliberal talking points and like anti-racism and woke, you know, woke anti-racism, et cetera. And it just seems like the Bravo viewers are eating it up with a spoon, which kind of just reinforces uh, what I think of the typical Bravo viewer as being not the brightest tool in the shed. No, it's if you are on Facebook leaving comments like pro Ebony and I'm like, Ew, what are you are we watching the same show this is ridiculous this is so boring well this yeah. is my question i feel like i and i and i have not kept up and i i i do want to watch uh the salt lake city one but like i it's, it's about to get do you real think good. most of the, i feel like what is fun about these shows is that you know these people are like scammers and hustlers and cynical opportunists and uh-huh. uh, if people are like pro Ebony, are do they not enjoy it for the same reason I do? Are they like like that like credulous that they're like it's crazy? They don't, then why do they like it? Because I think and the whole thing they're is not, that they're people the, are obviously frauds. Yeah, and a lot of the Bravo viewers are like obsessed with trying to like campaign to get certain housewives kicked off the show for like quote unquote being offensive or for being like politically incorrect, and it just seems like bitch. Why do you watch the show? Why are you trying to sanitize the show and make it this like lovely digestible experience where like everybody gets along? It's like sort of defeating the purpose. And nobody watches. Yeah. Yeah. And People destroy be, what they love all the they time. They claim to be fans from like the beginning, but I'm like, well, what drew you to watching it in the first place? Like it wasn't. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, what what is appealing about this to you? Because what I find appealing is that these people are like, utterly cynical and insane well, uh, there's always at least a couple insane ones you know uh and then there's there's always like an earnest one or two like they have uh, to round up i feel like they do a good job like they all have moments formula yeah, yeah. I, I think there's like a deep humanism at the root of real housewives where you see these women at their best and their worst but like I don't think that they they should be ruled. I think while they are people and they are representative of like certain types of people, I don't think they should be held up as role models by any means. And like, I also think they aren't exactly the demons that people tend to make them out to be either. I think there's always sort of like a, a little more nuance there, but I think that well, and they know the they're on entertainment. Yeah, they're they are they're playing characters essentially like they know their niche and they kind of at least by a second season figure out like how they're going to be portrayed and they know how to sort of like lean into it so the idea of like taking them at face value it seems like really naive yeah because they're either like completely um they're coming in totally oblivious and they like don't know what they're doing and that's humiliating or then they realize what they're doing and then it becomes a little calculated but you have to kind of be able to decipher between all of that 
And what you're really judging when you're watching the show is like how these women are maneuvering within the construct of the show. Right. Yeah, you know what I exactly. Mean? It's a, it's a, they're, they're strategizing for television. So the idea of like looking at them, I don't know. That's what you, that's what you judge. It's like, how is this person like positioning themselves? You know, it's not like who's the good guy and who's the bad guy. It kind of misses the point. So I don't know why these people watch these shows. They have a completely <laughs> different like view of like what they are and what the source of entertainment is. I don't know. I don't get people. Or why, why certain people would go on the show. Yeah. Yeah. That's why Ramona is so good. She's literally like a wild animal you're watching on like your ring camera on like your mm-hmm. front door. She will never <laughs> gain sentience about like being on TV. She just can't do it. It's incredible. No. It's like the most fascinating thing is to watch just Ramona do anything. Just but she's a wild eyed The voyeurism is lost on these people. Yeah. She's immune to self awareness in a way that most of them aren't. Like I think that a lot of them become too self aware and Ramona just remains Ramona. And that's why she's such a pure. That's why she'll never be <laughs> uninteresting. Un, yeah. You know, that's why she'll always be compelling because you you are seeing something organic there, no matter what. Like no matter how uh, like sort of sophisticated she gets at like being Ramona on the show, she's looking kind of bonkers. God, I'm ex- really excited for this, like, whatever it's called, like, the ultimate girl's trip. Ultimate girl's trip. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> apparently Kenya Moore and Ramona Singer are getting, like, a physical altercation. And you can kind of, I mean, I could, <laughs> yeah, I mean, can you imagine? Well, in, like, the teaser, the clip, Ramona, like, they're on, like, a boat, and Ramona goes to Kenny, and she goes, oh, fuck you. And it's like. Ebony will love that. Oh, that's going to, she's going to have a field day. Um, she's gonna put it on t-shirts she's, and she's certainly it. starting yeah well it's also I mean yeah that's gonna be so good I think it airs in like a week or maybe like the 23rd um, but it's rumored that only Ramona and Sonia are returning next season for New York I don't know oh, if, oh thank I mean, god <laughs> I mean that's totally fine with me I might miss Luann but also like if you're not drinking yeah Luann I like Luann but it was a long I haven't watched in a long time and I could see how she could get sort of tedious but I liked a sort of prim she also said something once that I actually really liked where she was like um uh I I don't know if she came up with it but I actually do repeat it and like they're like (laughs) what's the difference between manners and etiquette and she said etiquette is about impressing other people manners is about making other people comfortable which I'm like I like that that's, wow. a, that's a truism. I'm sure she didn't come up with it now that I say it out loud. But it's good, right? That is good. Making people feel comfortable. So yeah, many years after class with the Countess, like, she has... I do think she does have a handle on some of that stuff, I gotta say. She knows how to handle mm-hmm. herself in a fight. Yeah. Hold the head high. Her life is mm-hmm. such a roller coaster, though. Like, the I life know. she had with her ex-husband was, like, probably so... Same thing with Sonia, too. It's, like, unimaginable, just, like... Did you ever watch the documentary travel. about Luann? There's a documentary about her? Wait, yes. what is this? I feel like it sounds... Was it like, funny. a Bravo documentary? Yeah, and I feel like they did one for Vicky, maybe? Oh. They've... It was something they started doing, and then they stopped, tragically, because uh-huh. I actually think it was, like, way better than it 
was advertised as being like it was sort of a supplemental like special that was tied to like a season coming back and it was called like countess luann like how she got here and it was just about her and it took you through her whole life story it was like a it was like a bravo version of like a behind the music but just about luann yeah wow i think i remember yeah seeing like a lot of like modeling pics and like uh, she had a TV career in Italy. Yeah, yeah that was, too was crazy. She was an Italian TV host. Like, that's and insane. Then, and like, um, she like fucked um, Silvio Berlusconi. And who didn't? <laughs> he's like the prime minister of Italy. Like, oh she, Jesus! <laughs> yeah, that was and, some director. Yeah. Another one I never heard of. Yeah, and he, he's like he, he's like the proto Trump. Like he's like he was like yeah. a celebrity. Got a show business like a background. Vulgar. Yeah, yeah. Was he hot or like hot enough? Oh, I know he was hot. Okay, well I'll do, <laughs> I'll do my own research. And I I don't think so. <laughs> but he asked Luann to present at like Italy's version of the Academy Awards because Sharon Stone was meant to and then she canceled and so he had Luann dress up as Sharon Stone and impersonate Sharon Stone to present an award and she (laughs) did like a whole routine pretending to be Sharon Stone on Italian television and like and they have the yeah they have the full clip of it and she makes like a little joke and she's like, right, Arnie? And then it, like, flashes to Arnold Schwarzenegger, who's sitting in the audience, because they had, like, done Total Recall together. She, like, decided yeah. to, like, do a little banter with him. And there, it's literally footage of him in the audience looking like this. Like, <laughs> so who confused. This person? <laughs> it's, like, unbelievable. Yeah, that's hard to explain, too. That's a weird, <laughs> like, like... I doubt like Berlusconi like had a good framing for that decision. He was just I I, they just brought out a woman doing an imitation. It's like it was Italy. It was the eighties. Like rules didn't apply. Like it was like very yeah. Bad, you know? Yeah, the entire government had just gone or is about to go to jail for corruption. Like that <laughs> right. happened like in I think ninety two, where they were just like yeah, everyone's been stealing. All of you have been stealing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Luann's son, so. Noel, is my neighbor. I see him probably three to five times a week. And he was oh. on a date at the bar that I go to, and I think his date had a fake coach bag. Normally he goes for like these kind of, uh, you know, bohemian types like him. Twink, he, they, them. <laughs> <laughs> Who's he dating? <laughs> this woman was like wearing like a trench. Noel gay. She was, uh. Oh, it's a girl. No, Noel, Noel, Noel. Mm-hmm. The, the, the yeah. boy mustache yeah. she's got a unibrow i know he's straight is what i'm asking okay okay i got confused um he's straight he's not gay mm-hmm. the daughter's gay right yeah i think so and right. luann's I mean, bisexual <laughs> just kidding she's a cock hungry whore we know she's this the least, <laughs> uh, the least bisexual person Hold on. i was gonna text from yeah. anna and dasha ferociously bisexual ferociously had said ready to call in when you're ready um, oh let me hold on invite a special guest a surprise yes there's this there's gonna be a lot of surprises tonight um it's a night of surprises 
Also, um, I will be playing a lot of voice memos and voice notes that people left for me at the end of the episode. Um, and one of them is like truly so astonishing. I can't even believe it. I've not listened to a single one of these, so I don't even. You're so I don't know brave. what to expect. Uh, this is a live react. Do you want to play a live one now? React. Um, actually, yeah. Them? Well, let me just play one now while I kind of uh, get um, situated here. Okay, let's do friend of the pod, Kara Cunningham called in last night. Let's do it. Dan, it's me, Kara. Um, I just wanted to say thank you for inspiring me to not hate Virgos, which is like, it's a big ask. And you really inspired me to not hate Virgos and to be open hearted. And you've really helped me in a lot of ways because now I feel like um, I not only can like understand you better and love you better but other virgos as well and i think you've done a lot for society um i love mm. you i'm so proud of you a hundred episodes i don't even know if mm. i've taken a hundred shits in my life and <laughs> you've done this and you've done it so well i loved you from the first minute you were side-eyeing caroline calloway on that video that oh. legendary YouTube video. Yes. And I'll always cherish you. <laughs> and I love you. And I want you to know that. There's one more. Ten second one. Oh, and P.S. Keep the love for Lena Dunham alive. You're doing a tremendous sociological Aww. effort. And I appreciate you. Wow. How nice. Thank nice. you for calling in, Kara. Um, Virgos are, were very misunderstood. Um, but, uh... What's the profile of a Virgo? I, I, I know none of this. We're just like impossible and kind of annoying in two yeah, times. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, we're, just, we're just not great. <laughs> okay, ch- checks out, sure. Um, Anna's a Virgo cusp. Interesting. Uh, I find Virgos very secretive. Me, Emily, Leia, and Anna are all like Virgos, basically. Our I feel like... <laughs> I feel like Leia is not particularly secretive. I feel like she's very open. No, she she lives out yeah. loud. Me and Emily are a little kind of um Yeah. We're sneaker we're like a raccoon. Yeah. Digging. You're very dark. clandestine, you know, <laughs> in, in your activity. Um Well that was nice. That was nice. Should I do one more? Maybe kind of break it up. Who's sure. that to do next? Yeah. We have a bunch. That way we, we don't have to do. Together. Oh, let's do one from Alyssa Bennett. Okay. Oh, perfect. Oh. What is she gonna say? It's 16 seconds, so I'm sure it's very short and very sweet. Here we go. Dan, it's Alyssa Bennett, your favorite guest host. Happy 100th birthday. You look great. <laughs> it's probably all of the marrow from the chicken bones. Here's to 100 more. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> oh my god i love i mean Alyssa's my hero i strive to be more like her every I day know. 
She's referring to, of course, the time that I got drunk and ate a half of a chicken and then ate all the bones afterwards and oh. woke up with empty. I love chicken bones. It was a, it's a classic story I told on mm. my, I think the last, I think it was the episode I did with Alyssa, Bennett, and Glenn. Um, I lived, what was it called? I think it was called like La Ila Coochie Frito in Bushwick. And I would get like either a quarter chicken or like a half chicken at like 4 a.m. coming home from like <clears throat> Bossa Nova or whatever. And, uh. I ate all the chicken and then I think it had been cooking for so long that like the bones just became kind of brittle and I ate all the bones. Like I truly ate like a half of a chicken's worth of bones. <laughs> I didn't remember doing it at the time or like, I mean, I just, I don't know. I was <laughs> possessed, quite frankly. I, I guess woke up I the suck next out day. the marrow, but I that would be scared I it so, would yeah. puncture my intestines. <laughs> well, it's called fiber, Amber. Have you heard of it? It's good for you. <laughs> Clearly not. No, the shards definitely. Well, they they probably cleaned me out. I mean, I don't remember my bowel movement the next day, um, but I was probably afraid to have. Uh, to have the only <laughs> the only good um, bowel movement is an unmemorable one. If you remember it, it was bad. <laughs> These days, though, they're also just like bad. That if I have a good one, which means I ate like a salad, I'm like very proud of myself, and I do remember for, <laughs> for months at a time. Like maybe you should try wow. eating a salad sometime. You fucking fat pig. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's do one more, and then we'll get back to talking. Our let's do okay. Let's see. Hard enough. Left me one. How long Ooh. is this? Okay, fifty four seconds. I love these lengths, you know. Oh. Okay. <laughs> the lengths people go through. Oh, wait. Anna's, Anna's trying to enter the room. We'll miss put... thing, miss thing, miss thing, miss <laughs> thing. Um, let's see. Anna is connecting. Still connecting. Still connecting. <laughs> um... Still connected. Watch her not be able to figure it out and forget I know, how she to can't use figure Zoom. It out. Yeah. <laughs> I just I kind of knew this would happen. <laughs> I live the majority of hi. my life on Zoom. Oh wait, hi. Yeah, hi. Nice your video is Hello. Off. Hello. Hello. Wait, I have to turn on video. Well, you don't have to, but you know. It's fine. No, you have to. Hello. It's the Wait, ladies I... of Red Scare have called in. Can I prop this on something? Maybe that's not. Um, uh, having our trademark technical issues. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Literally, you've been doing this for years and you can't. I mean, I, I forgot how to record. Well, this is like, like, yeah. People pay good money for these technical issues. Yeah. That's what, that's what that's people right. want. How are you ladies doing? What's on the docket for tonight? I see you're like setting up to record your podcast. Um, yeah, called we're Red gonna, Scare. Uh, we're just gonna record uh, Eli's business call. <laughs> oh, that's fun! Yeah. It's an immersive experience. Yeah. Does he um, communicate like Morse code with pots and pans? Yeah, <laughs> the mouse chewed through one of my nutrition bars. Oh, Ew, God. dude! Oh, yeah, I had to bite it, and then I realized there was Did like you little. Eat did no. you still go ahead? <laughs> well, I, I was just telling this story about how I ate, um, when I was like 23, I ate like a, a bunch of chicken, then I ate all of the bones, like from a half of a chicken. <laughs> and how I think that fiber is really important. So I don't know. That has nothing to do I with it, really. You're Dan, you and me, baby. Well, shrimp tails yeah. are like a shrimp's bones. Yeah. 
I eat yeah, those. they're they're cellulose. They're they're taking all the bad stuff out. They're scraping it away. Yeah. The tails don't taste like any. If they did, I would be tempted. I would eat razor blades if they tasted like shrimp cocktail. But well, like... then dip them in something. I don't know. You got, you probably some... <laughs> <laughs> you got any ketchup packets? Try harder. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Make it like a vessel for tartar sauce or whatever. Mm-hmm. There the you go. It's a little shooter. Food. Yeah. That's most you food is it. merely a vessel for a condiment. Breast fibers, tight and looking right. Beauty stars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Emily, you're great. You have a new uh, mullet every time I see you. Yeah. I'm actually going to grow out my hair again. Let me, yeah. s- let me see what the front is doing. Not much. Are you growing I- out your bangs? Like, pulsey Sontag streak, though. Very cute. Yeah. Mm. You're growing out your front bangs and your back bangs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you guys like my new hat? We haven't talked yeah. about the hat yet. No one's mentioned the hat. Look oh, at yeah. that. Yeah. They came in the mail today. Choice. Is it snapback? No, it's like uh, adjustable. Mm. Truly the nicest hat that I own. It's so luxurious. It's very soft and uh, sturdy, you know? It's like not a flimsy Dan, um, I'm so hat. It reminds me of the Bewitched. I said this before in the chat, but it reminds me of the Bewitched title card, you know, where she goes by oh. on the... On the um, yeah, yeah. The broom. It's very Beverly Hills. Yeah. Where I'm mm. from. <laughs> <laughs> Your native land. Yeah. Born um, in the yeah, Shelter in Beverly Hills. <laughs> Go ahead. What'd you, what's that? So I need one. She was just saying that Amber and Patrick look skinny. <laughs> oh, thank God. Skinny now. Okay. We I'll moved here them. and we just immediately. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> boring story how do you guys do it tell me i did keto for like a month and a half oh wow yeah wait is that the wrestling thing or is that like the hitting thing it's where you just eat meat basically and you butter. just yeah you just eat oh meat, keto butter. yeah I heard it's like a high like fat okay. high protein You're thinking of no capoeira. yeah doesn't it make it's you like fart i don't know because i do that a lot anyway yeah, gay guys. <laughs> <laughs> I feel um, like uh, my aversion, one, my aversion to eliminating anything from my diet entirely makes me want to eat it more than I even normally do. But two, I, I'm such a cunt if I don't have carbohydrates. Like, it's immediately, like, I'm, like, snapping at people. And I get grumpy and cranky. Is mm-hmm. that, like, I would die on keto because someone would kill me for being a bitch. You transport I, the I found it surprisingly easy, but it is like annoying just because everything has sugar in it, you realize. And yep. like you you can't eat fruit and you can't have like there are a lot of things you're not allowed to have that are surprising. Honestly, not even like, like berries, fruit. like low good. glycemic index. Fruit. Like you can't you can't have well, carrots. Wine. What? Carrots. Get out of you here. You can't have you can't have carrots. carrots. You're like are ninety percent fiber though. I know, but you're not supposed to have them. The <laughs> fiber forward podcast. <laughs> but I guess you're not going to achieve ketosis, right? Which is the yeah. Problem. But I'm I'm off of it now. I'm just sort of like trying to be carb free in general, which is fine. It's been easy. The thing about it is like you get so used to it that like 
it just changes the way you eat, I think. Yeah. It changes the way things taste for sure. When I lived in LA, I really believed bread was poison. And yeah. so it was really I just brainwashed myself. It was like <laughs> being old and tossed. Exactly. Now I eat dollar slices every day. Yeah. <laughs> and you're so skinny, so it's fine. You know. I gotta get you guys on bones. <laughs> sure. The chicken bone diet. The ch- when you think you've eaten all the the meat, you're not done yet. You're only halfway there. Yeah. I feel like I'm not really eating unless I have like bones splintering in my throat and creating bloody Yeah, you need shards yeah, like... coming in and out of your holes. <laughs> my dog isn't allowed. They tell dogs to... I think it have raw bones, but like if it's cooked, it'll splinter. But I do yeah. break bones and suck the marrow. Marrow is probably one of my favorite. Yeah. Marrow, yeah. The best thing. So good. Honestly, the best thing that I've ever eaten was that bone marrow that we had on your birthday mm-hmm. at the now defunct uh, Augustine. Augustine. Yeah. Keith McNally. Oh. There's um, marrow at Minetta Tavern. Oh, nice. You're in the mood. I love marrow. I guess I have on had toast. marrow, but I wasn't conscious of having the marrow. I was more in it for the crunch. The bone. Mm-hmm. The bone. <laughs> you're more of a bone guy. <laughs> What was funny is that my nickname was Bone a few years before that. Because if you ever Googled my name, the only like thing that came up was this like crack dealer in Pennsylvania whose name was Dan Bone Allegretto, and his picture was yeah. fucking nuts. So my friends called me Bone, <laughs> and then guess what? I started eating them. <laughs> Dan, for that guy, law of attraction. I didn't catch that. Sorry, Anna. What'd you say? I made a bad Ken Bone joke. Oh, Ken Bone, he's oh, cute. Oh god, <laughs> he looks like this crush that I'm I had. If he gained like one hundred fifty pounds, so I'm like kind of into it. Totally, and you're cute. That little red sweater. What a dearth of memes no. we were living through during the Ken Bone era was just like was nothing going on. Was nothing cool that we had to be interested in Ken Bone. He was a phenomenon for like well, a week. People, people were shocked. They're like, he doesn't know who he's going to vote for. He's crazy. And I'm like, you realize it's like most Americans like hate every politician, right? Like, yeah, yeah, for real. Team Bone. Also, apparently he was a plant the whole time. Like he He's was always going to vote Republican. From where? Like Oscar Meyer? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's me. <laughs> Patrick drives a convertible Oscar Mayer uh, Wienermobile. mobile. <laughs> want to find him. Miss Piggy over here. <laughs> oink, oink, babe. <laughs> I can't tell if this is being... It's recording. It's recording. Oh, yeah, no, we've been recording for, like, probably a half an hour, and you guys kind of chimed in. I've been doing a... I started playing some voice memos um, and stuff, but we were talking about like, oh, what, like some Real Housewives stuff, selling Sunset mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, what else? I mean, I guess we never really talked about Salt Lake City and how the last episode was like pretty major. Which I haven't started. Yeah. I mean, I'm very like an intermittent randomly, like a, a mood will strike me and I'll, I'll, like sit and like just watch through a season and then not watch anything for 
six months. N- n- zero house. I have a uh, housewife binges and purges. But the Salt Lake City thing, I'm like, okay, that fucking interests me. Because those women have to be fucking bonkers. Yeah. The last episode really chilled me to my bones. Um... <laughs> well, I'm obsessed with Lisa Barlow. Oh my god, um, her voice. I'm obsessed with her too, Patrick. I love I love, <laughs> I love I love that she talks like this. Oh my god, guys, like, I'm gonna puke. Where do you think Jen is? <laughs> she was like, she had a really good line that I snippeted where she was like, This group of ladies won't be happy until I choke on my pasta and die. <laughs> And she's wearing like a red fedora and a red sweater and looks like Carmen Sandiego. <laughs> I, Kyle Richards invented that look, actually. She, Cut it where credit's due. She probably did, yeah. The the Nordstrom rack look. <laughs> yeah. My question about like the real housewives under fire for legal wrongdoings is like when they are making up a fake story uh-huh. um, as an excuse, do you think that they are revealing their innermost desire like when erica was like oh you know he flipped his car five times flipped his car seven times like broke his neck broke his ankle like knocked unconscious like do you think that's just what she wishes would happen to tom just a fantasy yeah yeah and like what happened to her at this moment in her life truly yeah and when jen shaw was getting that phone call when she was about to go on the girl's trip to Vale, and she just starts going Oh, um, Sharif is in the hospital. He has internal bleeding. And, like, that was her story. She meant, like, her husband has internal bleeding. Like, she just wishes he had internal bleeding. Like, why is that the thing that the mind, like, the the affliction that the mind jumps to to get out of things is, like, my husband has internal bleeding. My husband flipped his car ten times. <laughs> These women this want to kill their husbands. This girl that was in my sister's class who wrote a college Jamil acceptance essay. <laughs> this girl was Bengali, honestly. So I think that's what Jamil Jamal is. But was she a Birkenbag Bengali? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I remember thinking like- is that from the creator of Crazy Rich Asians? Answer. It's the most like, I would like to see Birkenbag Bengali make the like, I would like to see that saturate. That is the one, like, I, I never wanted anyone to ever say dirtbag left, but I want people to say <laughs> Birkenbag Bengali because the the very, like, as a woman of color whose dad owns an airline, like, it's just the most, mm. like, disingenuous, like, fucking thing. Like, my dad donated a building to NYU and as a woman of color, like... <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, wait, you were telling a story about, it's just catchy. about your sister. No, no, that's it. That's the story. Just she, she I feel like she willed cancer on her mom. <laughs> Damn. Is that like... Uh, Did I miss most um, of the story? <laughs> Law of Attraction. We, yeah, I think we missed it. I think the audio cut out. What was <laughs> Nothing. I'm not going to... Boring. That's fine. Is that like your a phone kind is of censoring like, you to like... Uh, Psychic Munchausen's. <laughs> Yeah. So gonna be Do you guys think yeah. that Zane slapped Yolanda or like? Or is it? I think he slapped her, but she deserved it mm-hmm. and called her a Dutch <laughs> slut. Yeah, Dutch I slut. love that. So good. Of course he did. 
Literally, yeah. I was on a group text message when the news came out, and Alyssa Bennett immediately changed the group chat name to Dutch Slut. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's one of my group chat texts. Mm. <laughs> Let me see. I'll show you. It sounds like a restaurant in WeHo. Yeah, it does. Um, and she made this like slutty Dutch girl the the avatar. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's basically the like um, invite that Mary Cosby sent to Whitney Rose. It was like the fake invite that was like dressed like a mafia slot, and everyone got like everyone else got Italian streetwear as the dress code. Mm. She sent her like a <laughs> Halloween costume. Yeah, <gasps> it was so... just the same Halloween costume from like three different angles. <laughs> Mary Cosby is like truly one of the best housewives. Like her um confessionals are like i could just watch for hours i know she's so magnetic it's why she's able to be a cult leader i guess (laughs) you're a child little girl (laughs) uh i i the audio is like so terrible on your but you're gonna you're gonna record your pod now we're leaving i just wanted to thank you guys um, for stopping in Thanks for having us. I love you, Dan, and congratulations on your hundredth episode. Um, you're living proof that uh, you don't have to work that hard at all to be uh, cool and fun and successful and have a great podcast. Period. And yeah. thank you guys both for uh, for stopping by. Well, <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to yeah. listen to Red Scare yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> yep. Um, mm. And love you, Amber and Patrick. Great to see you yeah. guys. Bye, guys. I love you both very much. Bye. Bye. Love you. It's like Pee Wee's Playhouse up in here. They can just, oh, Anna can't figure out the phone. Yeah, there's, she's gone. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like when Pee Wee calls like Oprah and like hangs up on her. That was like, so, oh my God, the Pee Wee Christmas special. Do you know the moment I'm talking about? He has, like, of the, course. Yeah. The I, phone yeah. booth where he calls I people and I'm like, love. wait, is it Oprah? He just like hangs up on her and doesn't care and they never talk. <laughs> so. <laughs> That is so funny. <laughs> I'm obsessed. Uh, Pee Wee's Paul Rubens is the only person punk rock enough to hang up on Oprah. Yeah, it was just totally. like so amazing. Well, Dan, since this is your 100th episode, let's talk about podcasting a little bit. Okay. You. Everyone loves Ooh. when you pull back the curtain. Yeah, you know, see how the the, the chicken broth is made. So, like. <laughs> do, what was your intention when you started the podcast and like what has the experience been have the intention and the experience differed interesting question um i think expectations versus reality (laughs) that's always a tough one uh i think in my mind before i started it so i was just like working this like job it like took up all my time I had energy and I wanted to just like hang what out with was friends. It? I just worked as a production assistant for a fashion brand, which like, listen, I typical, worked with some amazing typical. people, yeah. but I was like the lowest on the totem pole. I made enough mm-hmm. to survive, so I was just like doing it. Um, But I like, I think my intention was I wanted to have sort of like a night, like, like a late night show that's like a podcast. And I thought that I would have like... um friends or friends of friends on and like mm-hmm. it would just be that um i think like probably like three or four years ago because I, I had a, a radio show with my two friends in 2012 or 13 where every sunday we would like 
do a two hour thing where we play like three songs, like one in the beginning, one in the middle, one at the end. We'd have like a guest and we'd just like sit and it was like a live thing. It was like on um, <clears throat> Sex Magazine's radio station called like Hot 11237. I know when he had picture playing on, cool. it got the most listeners, which was 30. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, I've, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I've got broadcasting in my DNA, practically. Yeah. I don't know. I yeah. was like, well, I thought like. Well, you're uh, also a frequent Red people. Scare. You're a frequent Red Scare guest and live host and you're a as hit. well. Yeah. 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 And I felt like I got over like the hardest. I mean, like doing a, a live show at like the bell house with caroline calloway when like she's inviting like news outlets and shells like if i can survive that evening like i can just literally start my own podcast <laughs> like it was like right. the most like uh treacherous like uh shocking thing that's like uh, you know because she was supposed to be a surprise guest it was just it was a whole mess we all know the story um, i refer to it as the room where it happened <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> i was in the room where it happened <laughs> That's right. I remember you and Paul. I felt so connected to you guys. I could hear you laughing. Uh-huh. I could just like pick, uh, pinpoint your laughter. And I was like, okay. Everyone was screaming laughing, at you guys. Screaming at Paul has were... such a mellifluous laugh, too. It like carries across rooms and canyons and fjords. He has a great laugh. Uh, but also, I would notice like people like getting up and leaving. So I was kind of trying to juggle. Like a lot. Oh, they were just doing coke in the bathroom. They were having a really good time. No, friends were like, hey, we had to leave. We weren't into it, but uh, if you're getting a drink in the neighborhood after, I'm like, fuck you. Well, it, 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 it completely it flew off the rails, and I think it made a lot of people uncomfortable. But that was, of course, when it got interesting um, for some of us. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what entertainment is when uh, yeah. it gets a little organic. It's just like Real Housewives. It's just like what we were talking about before. Some people yeah. can hang when it gets, when the going gets rough, when there's rough seas, uh-huh. like in Cartagena. <laughs> oh my God. That boat thing is like truly so scary because I think that like the women said that like the anchor was dragging and if it like had yeah. gone on for like 30 more seconds, the boat would have just like gone up in flames and there were like no life vests. Oh yeah. I watched I that scene. That. And I was like, I like Titanic. It's I so, oh, it would be the biggest in, devastation uh, of my life. Worse than not all diamonds. The Titanic also rose. didn't happen. They all peed themselves, too. Yeah. They were losing <laughs> control of their bowels. <laughs> if only they had more fiber. That's all I got to say. <laughs> uh, they should be eating bones. Or less. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, like, okay, just to circle back to, like, the podcasting anyway. thing, I thought that I would be, like, kind of secondary to, like, the people I, ha- I was having on. I was like, oh, I'm going to try to get all these guests on. Then, like, it quickly turned into just, like, I don't want to try to reach out to people I don't even know or talk to. Like, um, yeah, I want to just, like, have an archive of, like, funny, cool, whatever, conversations. And then I've been doing, like, solo episodes, which, like, in the likes department on Patreon are doing pretty well. But I feel like I, such I, a self-indulgent loser doing it. I'm like, I, I can't keep doing this. Then the people like it. I'm like, well, what the fuck is going on? I, just the whole, the, the, the script has gotten flipped a little bit. And I'm, mm-hmm. you know. When I have, like, a long drive and I'm like, let's look at what backlogged podcasts I have to, to keep me company as I go to like, Palm Springs or some bullshit. I I go for your solo episodes first, actually. Interesting. Yeah. Unless it's someone I actually know, which is weird because it's like 
if podcasts are parasocial relationships, what does it mean if you listen to podcasts that people you have actual social relationships with? And I think it, I think it means I miss you. Yes, I think <laughs> but, it means it too. Yeah. My favorite podcasts are the ones with my friends, not really Red Scare. You know, it's just like, I'm like, oh, I get to hear my friends. But I also like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, I probably wouldn't listen if I still like lived in New York and saw you all the time. It's enough. I, I, I just like much. I get my it's fix. True. It's too much. I'm you too know. Much. <laughs> yeah, like I've 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 started <laughs> listening to podcasts a lot less. Um, I don't really, unless I'm stuck on a drive, I will. Yeah. I don't really listen to podcasts. People try to talk to me about podcasts. I'm like, I don't listen to podcasts. I love it behind the wheel. Yeah, it really makes the drive go by so fast. Otherwise, I'm just listening. All I listen to is Lana Del Rey or a weird mix that I made of just like totally spastic. Doesn't make any sense. It, you know, it's like a mood disorder. Uh, and then you know, podcasts, Lana Del Rey and podcasts. So when I'm driving, I don't want to like really listen to you know Blue Banisters and jerk the wheel into an oncoming semi, which I yeah, I get too energized to. or whatever. Because you're yeah. heaving with sobs. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, I, listen, I listen to the audiobooks now, and I still listen to podcasts, but I'm more liable to listen depending on who the guest is. Just mm-hmm. because I feel like we're at this saturation point where there are so many podcasts, and maybe I subscribe to too many of them. But I'm kind yeah. of like, I just sift through, and I'm like, oh, I'm in the mood for that. Like, that sounds funny. Or this might be informative. But then when I drive most of the time, I listen to music. Because I mm-hmm. feel like that's just the best. Well, yeah, I do also, when it's like, a short drive. When it's a long drive, I'm like, I need I need to hear your voice. Yeah. If you're in sunny weather and the windows are down, your top is down, like I don't want to be heard listening to a podcast. Oh, in the convertible, weird. <laughs> driving around, listening to a podcast. You're just like- Blasting come town out of your like BMW convertible. I was like God, moving the no. I was moving the car a couple of weeks ago, and I was listening to a uh, um, sibling rivalry with Bob the Drag Queen and Monet Exchange and uh, Monet Exchange. Um, and like I had the windows cracked, so it was kind of warm. And like some of the language they use, like coming from my car, like the N word, like you know, a hard R at the end. I just like did, I was like. I was like, oh shit, like I was, this is not, I'm not trying to get any smoke today. Um, so podcasts, it's a windows up activity. It's also like maybe a highway activity, not like a neighborhood looking for a parking spot um, uh, thing. I agree. Um, so wait, really quick. I just want to pause the recording and I'm going to, I got to pee. Do you guys have to pee? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's take, a, take a, pee break. A, a little break. We'll be right back. Okay. You think I'm gonna miss? Uh, all right, we're back. Might eat your bones. <laughs> I'm not gonna miss the big voice note. Oh, the voice note. Oh yeah, the final voice note. You guys are gonna fucking lose your <laughs> goddamn. Mind. I haven't heard it yet. Again, um, so I'm gonna play a voice. The note final from... boss. <laughs> it truly the final truly boss. The final boss of Dial Dad. Um, <laughs> this is from front of the pod, Hari Nap. I think she was my second guest on the show. Which was I like remember, yeah, one of the worst months of my life. But you know, she made it so bright. <laughs> Here we go. Hi, Dial Dan listeners, and also Dan. 
I'm really hungover. The sun is blaring into my <laughs> studio apartment. Um, but I wanted to congratulate Dan on 100 intelligent, scintillating, artistic, insightful, stupid, <laughs> perverted, hairy, smoky, <laughs> divine. Why'd it turn off? Sorry, bitch. We hung up on you. Scintillating, artistic, oh, insightful, stupid, perverted, hairy, smoky, divinely crafted episodes. <laughs> you are a podcaster. Z podcaster that's what you are Ooh. i'm happy every time i see you and i'm grateful for your voice okay i'm going back to bed bye that was sweet <laughs> that was Love so sweet. Sweet. by the time I... she got to like the fifth adjective i'm like just say faggot yeah <laughs> Or retard, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Hari's voice sounds incredible hungover. Like, I feel like... Yeah. I know, I've never heard like that before. She's like a young she Kathleen Turner. Yeah, she should be booking voice auditions like while hungover. I could listen to that all day. Yeah. Fully. I want, but... If I ever go blind, I would like someone with that voice to read me books. Oh, yeah, that's good. Oh, wow. Nice compliment. I like what great you said job that I was opportunity. A, uh, a podcaster's <laughs> podcaster because I've been called a photographer's photographer as well since I was like in college. Oh wow! Which means that I'm like a niche and unsuccessful person. So <laughs> <laughs> you know, whatever. It always but, does. It always does. Bunch of the love. You're the velvet underground of podcasting, so it just yeah. means you're going to end up like Maureen Tucker and working at mm. Kmart. <laughs> <laughs> and voting Republican. Mm -hmm. You're going to be like Mink Stoll selling real estate in LA, which honestly, there's another person who's been seduced by the trade. She sounds very happy though and successful, at least what that's yeah. what John Water says. Yeah. And I trust him implicitly. I mean, I could definitely see myself falling into real estate. I feel like I would suck at. I feel like I suck at it. It's a lot of emails. I'm not. A, yeah, <laughs> Guys, I don't um, like emails. Yeah. I get an email, my blood pressure skyrockets to the roof. Can't do it. Too many emails. It's true. It's true. And I just feel like I would be like, "There's probably termite damage in this house." Like I'd be way too <laughs> honest. I know. I actually don't understand anything about. Um, I like love architecture and don't understand like construction. So like. One of my questions, because I'm obsessed with looking at real estate and I want to buy a house, but I was, I, and I always have this question lurking in the back of my mind, like, how do you find out if the house won't collapse on you? Yeah. <laughs> right. And you can never put into a contract. Whose who's job is it to be like, this house will not just suddenly collapse like the Grenfell Towers? Yeah, it right. burst into flames. Yeah, yeah, because uh, you're putting well, all this money into it. To do, to do an inspection. My dad is a contractor and he moved, he was a roofer and like a general contractor and then he moved to um, Louisiana after Katrina. But like in Indiana, like we don't have termites. Mm -hmm. And after Katrina, 
um, they got like a new termite, like a mutant termite. So like they would go into houses and people would be like, well, the water didn't really hit us. So I think we're okay, but we, you know, we need to renovate the house. And like the, the bug guy, the new bug guy, would just be like, your house is Swiss cheese. Like oh, you right. can't legally, like it's, it's going to fall on you any minute because the mutant termites brought from God knows where with Katrina. It's like, it, it looks fine. It is a death trap. That's terrifying, wow. right? I never thought I'd be so if you, um If you like put like, you, if you want an inspector to look at the house before you like submit an offer that puts you to, in a I mean, disadvantage, the, right? Is that how it works? So you're just like, I'll just buy it. From then... place to place, but yeah. you have to. So like, I my house can be rented to me, even though there are frayed fabric covered electrical wires which are illegal to use now they're grandfathered in if they're there and not and not frayed then you can rent it you could not sell it like this so as a renter i have like oh. apparently mm. lower state yeah uh, you better sleep next to a fire extinguisher please oh, <laughs> god I, I have a fire extinguisher i Bought a fire extinguisher on one side and a gun on the other side for the person that keeps trying to break into your house. Yeah, yeah you gun, <laughs> like don't right? break in here. It's there isn't like good stuff in here. Obviously, you're like this house is going to catch on fire at any minute. Get out of you don't want to be here. <laughs> Run. <laughs> <laughs> I saved the the burglar's life. <laughs> well, thank God I'm so into like um you know like 90s postmodern concrete houses good because uh good materials yeah termite proof pretty pretty good mm -hmm. um guys let's do another voice we got uh we got like five more to go um all right this is from louis glazer good friend of mine uh let's yeah. see uh let's see what louis has to say let's try this one more time hey dan it's louis congratulations on reaching 100 episodes it's a staggering achievement. I don't know where you find the time. <laughs> Keep doing things differently. Love you, man. I love you too, Louie. Where do I find the time? Well, this is why I don't have a job, a career, a boyfriend, any pets. A lot of backhanded it, compliments it tonight. All goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Your when Anna... be assholes. <laughs> Anna and Tasha came in the chat and was like, "Patrick and Amber, you guys look skinny," and I was like, "I know." Podcasters, podcaster. Um, <laughs> I am skinny though. Why do I am so a fraud, okay? I know it. Wow, you must have a lot of time on your hands. <laughs> Where They've do you find it all? More recently, so like you know, it's the they've 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 seen your beauty recently, whereas Patrick and I have emerged as Los Angeles uh, fucking um, lie. The cocoon of the long distance pandemic. Mm-hmm. Listen, I will say it's true. Doing this once to two times a week is all I can handle, and I can't. I don't have time for anything else. I have to socialize. I have to be with my friends. I have to watch my television to do this. Podcast, I don't even do my podcast stuff. one. I don't even do my podcast twice a month. So you're. I know. You're I miss it. Me. I. I genuinely. I should probably I just text Paul because it's just like I yeah. miss the podcast. It's like, oh, I know. <laughs> I could just text him. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> he'll send you voice notes. Oh yeah, I'm into voice notes. I'm fucking into Polo now. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're both love on, polo. but you haven't. Yeah, okay, yes, I love. I'm I on. Fucking love Polo. I only Polo with John Early and you, but him more often than you. 
him and Michael and like we have a group thing and then I send random stuff to Michael. I uh we don't follow that often though. We should we'll get back on that. We'll start yeah, doing it again. Let's get back into it. Yeah. We're the next time you a stalker. Yeah, We're going to do another voice note. Polo, I deleted. I used it once to send something to Amber after our, uh, what was the, it was the one year anniversary. You, you talked about Polo. Oh, the yeah. John early. And I was like, oh, I'll get the app. Get and back I did on. it once. And I, I, I deleted off my phone. I don't even need the memory. I was like, I just don't even want this. I don't want to see this app. Like, I no, like app. once you find your Polo groove. It seems like, like an Twitter, LA like, thing, clearly. No, no, it's. Well, you know what, maybe. No, but Michael's well, right at Polo. And he's in New York you can do it in the car, which is sort of LA. But you okay. have a car, don't you? Yeah, all I do is just like park it once a week and I don't even go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking loser. I might be going upstate tomorrow on a little vacation, but that, well, we're, I'm, I'm figuring the details on a vacation out. to Los Angeles. A hundred episodes. You deserve it, Dan. I you literally do. Okay, you this deserve is a... a break. I know. My life. <laughs> oh my God. I feel like I'm going to puke. Um, this is from... <laughs> Truly one of the, the best people I've ever met in my entire life. Jamie Simone, recent guest of the pod. Love her to death. Let's see what she's got. Hello, Dan. It's me, your dear beloved friend, oh. Jamie Simone. <laughs> it's weird to introduce myself with my full name. It's also weird that you thought my last name was Spumoni for like the first three years of our friendship. <laughs> that is true. Anyway, I just wanted to say congrats on the 100th episode. 100 episodes of Dan. You know, you were like throwing up while still sitting at the bar at Bossa Nova Civic Club to 100 podcast episodes. So we stand. <laughs> we love that. And also congratulations on the hats. They're beautiful. I love them mm-hmm. so much. Everyone should get one. I feel like I'm congratulating you on like having a baby. You know, some people have babies and some people make beautiful hats. <laughs> Another dig. Um, I'm just requesting on this episode that you touch on <laughs> Mariah Carey's McDonald's menu because I'm really interested in... Oh, fuck. What you have to say about it. I'm dying to eat it. Maybe I'll pitch an episode to you where we do like a menu tasting together. I mean, I won't volunteer myself, but do what you will. I'd love to come back and not black out and go freak mode for the last hour of the, of the pod. Anyways, congrats. I love you. Here's to many more dial dams. Goodbye. I love Jamie with all of my heart and soul. Um the mariah thing i didn't i don't know what i didn't understand that reference so like if you get the so mariah carey did this like promo mcdonald's i think yesterday it premiered or like debuted or whatever the fuck um if you have the mcdonald's app between like it's like two weeks and you get like a certain deal every day i don't know if there's going to be a mariah meal i don't think this is like this um the sweetie meal i don't think it's like Mm. the i uh not KRS One, not One Direction. What's the like Korean a happy band? meal? <laughs> um, isn't that I don't McDonald's? know. I think yeah, Happy Meal is it a Mariah Carey Happy Meal. No, I think that you just get exclusive deals on the app, and it's Mariah. Wait, Carey is the app named. from Mariah? It's the McDonald's app. I actually deleted it off my phone. <sighs> Not that you can tell, because I've never weighed more in my life, but uh, you do um, get like I, certain deals. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is going to make uh, me sound insane and classist and all sorts of terrible things, but like, I don't think anything could make me go to a McDonald's. 
Oh, I went there this morning. <laughs> I like I once a month I want McDonald's. And it's the only thing that we'll do. I don't want like a good burger. I don't want in and out. I don't like a bougie burger. Can we describe I what Amber's McDonald's. doing right now? What I am so... taking a fucking screenshot <laughs> of this. This is insane. What are you doing? She points I... to the computer at the front window and it's went outside a... to smoke a cigarette, but her Bluetooth is still connected. So oh, it's she's Bluetooth. Like, you kids and your She's Bluetooth. talking to us from outside. I thought mm-hmm. it was a reflection. My neighbors are going to think I'm insane. Well, whatever. They're like, oh, you're insane. You didn't report that burglary last night? When, uh... Well, I talked to the guy who was burglary. Now you're talking to yourself? He's talking, <clears throat> he's talking to the, the police or whatever, but there's nothing yeah. to really do because it's just people walking around at like 3 a.m. except drive around and see if someone's trying doors. Jesus. Oh. Well, speaking yeah. of California and stuff like that, um, this is actually I have listened to this because my friend, it's it's a it's a kind of a jokier um, submission, and uh, so the governor of California, Caitlyn Jenner, whose wine glass I'm truly <laughs> drinking, right Caitlyn Jenner has left a message. Oh, thank me. God. It's not Macy Rodman. Uh, it's someone else. Oh, no. <laughs> they do oh. a good job, too. I know. God, I love her fucking... So this is not the final boss. This is... Ding dong for dial. Damn. It is, uh, well, I guess it's called Kate. Caitlyn Jenner here. Uh, couldn't be prouder of you. Can't have heard about the 100 episodes. Heard about the uh, work you're doing for the, the Jenner movement. I do consider it a movement. Caitlyn for California. Uh, hopefully, maybe, knock on wood, Caitlin for America pretty soon. <laughs> uh, haven't had the chance to listen a whole lot. Obviously, I'm busy here, uh, waking up the woke, canceling, uh, canceling cancel culture, etc. But, uh, yeah, proud of the peacock of you, kid. Uh, we need your voice out there, and I sure do appreciate it. And maybe we can set up a call one of these days, a Zoom, Skype, FaceTime. I don't know what you're doing, but happy to participate. And uh, can't wait to hear from you. Love you, kid. Uh, keep up the good work. Caitlin, come oh. on the pod. I have a question because I've never actually looked this up. But where the fuck is Caitlyn Jenner from? But she has this weird fucking Mayberry Cafe accent. Like Hollywood, what? baby. Yeah, but like, how come? Where is this? Why, what is this John Wayne shit? I'm looking it up. Like, yeah. Oh, by the way, I just realized you could get a better screenshot if I'm here because I'm not in front of the glare. In case you wanted to. Mount Kisco, New York. I'll oh, do she's an upstate bitch too. Oh, fucking weird knew it. New York. Me, James oh Charles, God. Lana Del Rey. I fucking knew it. Okay, we're gonna Where take another Lisa screenshot. Barlow from that she talks like this. <laughs> the depths of hell. <laughs> That's I mean, not what I'm a... saying. Will you calm down, Jen? <laughs> Jen, listen to me. Listen, Jen, I'm speaking. Jen. <laughs> It was a. <laughs> it was a launch for my children's fragrance brand. It's called Fresh Wolf. Like not everyone's gonna get invited. The last thing that I wanted was to have another brand, but here we are. It's my, crazy, right? My son, Captain Jack Sparrow, was in charge of the guest list. <laughs> Heather, you can't get mad at me. <laughs> I love the idea of snubbing someone for the launch of a children's race. Well, she threw her kids right under that bus. That bus oh, yeah. that um, you blaming your kids. Them to Val and 
Mm-hmm. Jen, Jen Shaw was not on that bus. <laughs> All right, okay, I, I have. Let's hurry. Okay, okay. <laughs> this next one is truly okay. It's like three minutes long. It's from Brothy Gupta and Dylan Jalula. I probably didn't pronounce their last names right. I'm, uh, a little white wine tonight, folks. I'm celebrating a birthday. Um, so let's see. They're very funny people. I really love okay. them a lot. Uh, so let's, let's get let's get into it. Hi. Hi, Dan. It's, Hi, it's your friends from Lecture Hall. Uh, Dylan. As well as Brothy. We did that thing where we flipped off who says whose name. We didn't even know we were going to do that. No, that was kind of like a last minute creative decision from me. Um. We just wanted to kind of confront you on air because we had a big blowout bash party and yeah. we were like, okay, podcast to podcast, are you going to come? And you said you would and then you didn't. Yeah, you were like, oh, I wouldn't miss it for the world. But then I guess the world happened and you did uh, miss it. And, you know, we were like, oh, like, no, everybody stay. Like, Dan's definitely going to be here. We had uh, the th- the big surprise that it w- was that it was Dan themed. Yeah, so everybody was sort of like, um, everybody was like dialing, <laughs> which is what your podcast is all about. Is dialing Dan? Yeah, everybody was doing the dial, which is a dance move, and then yeah. <laughs> uh, we had a mascot dressed as you uh, that like little kids were scared of, but that adults really liked. Yeah, we had the Philly fanatic put on a Dan costume. It was just a teacher that said Dan. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we had like Dan themed cocktails, and um, all your friends and family were there. Yeah, and um, uh, so I mean, there's no like bad blood. No, I think you can own it, brother. I feel like there is. Like, I think it's okay. <laughs> There's explicitly some bad blood. Yeah. Us now. But, um, but congratulations on 100 episodes of your podcast. You know, it probably would have been, like, really fun to celebrate that in person. Um, you know, especially because we made it so that it was actually at like um a location that would have been extremely convenient for you and i don't i mean none of neither of us have to say what the name of that is because we just know and you know and your listeners know yeah um so maybe next and maybe a 200 we'll try again (laughs) um yeah i guess that's uh that's it um dylan you want to give Dan some parting words or um definitely hang loose but not too loose bye who said women can't be funny because I'd like to have I mean, a word all with you them to say is that you were busy because uh your child was having a fragrance launch exactly um... <laughs> <laughs> also brings a uh, new meaning to the word milf a uh, mascot I'd like to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a furry, but like, whatever. <laughs> I wouldn't mind putting like a, a helmet over my head before it's I. It's a grooming and hair care blind for men. <laughs> <laughs> men between the ages of 8 and 12. <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
Oh, God. Okay, I'm going to pour a little more wine. <clears throat> and we have one final. Patrick, you got to go soon, right? You got a little dinner. Are we at, are we at, are we at the final boss? We are Ooh. at... We're at the final boss. Let's just let's just do it. Let's do it. She should let's know. Do... She should know. This is the longest I ever planned to wait for her. <laughs> and just I for feel future like reference, I, I don't have any direct contact information with this person any longer. <laughs> but I will tell someone to tell her that. She's listening, guys. Um, I am not even going to introduce this next voice message you're gonna know who it is and i have not i truly i guess who it is in the comments <laughs> after you've heard it after you heard it then guess um yeah. i I, I i've not heard this and i don't even know how long it is 27 seconds hey that's amazing yeah. decent here we go Literally, so 27 seconds, this is like, 27 this is dresses. A is moment it a coincidence? like this. <laughs> Truly, some people wait a lifetime for a moment like this. Okay, here we go. I'm playing it. Three, two, one. <clears throat> Dan, I admire your chic, kind of downtown socialist cred, but what I really admire is your admiration for me. <gasps> I'm just kidding. Um, no, this is Lena Dunham. Dan, you're the funniest, the coziest. Listening to your voice puts me in just a 10 out of 10 stars mood um and also makes me feel like i'm really in the know um congratulations on this milestone cutie ah! wow it's her you're not it's in the really know her. if you don't know dan <laughs> book them and they will come also i'm a log cabin republican not a socialist <laughs> just kidding i don't know what that means i don't vote <laughs> um lena fucking dunham y'all yeah, can you believe wow. it she finally America's made it onto the pod the door is cracked open i love the her glass so much ceiling she knows is shattered it. <laughs> we did it we did it joe we did it joe congratulations everyone joe. good work Good work. Oh, we made, wow. uh, we made I mean, real progress today for humanity. And honestly, just thank God for Alyssa Bennett because she hooked that up. Like, she sent me this this morning and I was like, I started to play thinking it was hers. Or, like, the file was like, it was like an MP file. I was like, what is this? And mm -hmm. I started playing it. I was like, <gasps> I paused it. I was like, oh my God. Oh, wow. I'm like, I, so I can't that's even. How you know. I will drive my car into something. Uh, <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> Like I have to die now. And stop, have you you have the yeah. means to do it all. I'll end you it. Have to, you know, it doesn't get you better have to than stop this. Make, you can't make that joke anymore because if there's a theme to this episode, it's the law of attraction being very real. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no car crash jokes. I'm going to knock um, on wood. Narrowly avoided car crash. Yes. That's, uh, yeah. Well, you can drive your car like into a snowbank, and it will just be like a cute thing, and then like you back out of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oops. <laughs> I do have all-wheel drive now. Um, oh, Me God, too. I feel so I got, high. I got a fucking super route back. By the way, I'm getting increasingly <laughs> lesbian cars. My next car is just going to be like a retired fucking Indigo Girls tour bus. It's one of those a things that's like on like, an old Western like train track that you have to like push up and down, and like two people have to do it. It's two women that live together. <laughs> Look, that's I what do, every car I, I, looks like in LA. Such a nature girl now. I am a super outback girl. That means Dan, come yes. visit. I'm we'll go. Up. You're a you're a nature girl too. We gotta go. Um, I want to explore some desert landscapes with you, Amber. Yeah, that's my intention for. 
the future soon. Okay, <laughs> you guys, I, you guys, I, I'm like late. I gotta go. Bye. Gotta yeah. Go. Okay. I love you, Patrick. Thank you. Thank you for joining Bye, me. Bye, Patrick. Talk to you soon. Patrick's out. Amber, um, I think we've done it. I think we've done an hour and forty minutes. That's like we've We're truly good. done it. Yeah. I want to go outside and smoke a, a real cigarette. And I do. This is why you need the uh, Bluetooth so you can go outside and still just like and bring my computer and microphone. (laughs) No, I didn't bring the computer. It's on the other side of the window because I don't smoke inside. I'm not a. I'm not a monster. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm seeing traffic. I thought. I thought your backyard. uh, I thought it was. This is my front. (gasps) Front. Right. Yeah. I got a beautiful view of the uh, San Gabriel Mountains. Come visit. I gotta come visit. Amber, I'm getting out there soon. I'm truly getting mm-hmm. out there soon. Um, well, we're winding down. Thank you so much again. I had a great time. I feel good. Me too. This is fun. I, I mean, you never know episodes. how, like, uh, yeah, you never know how, like, uh, it's been this many episodes thing is gonna be, but this one did well. I can't complain at all. Anna and Dasha called in. Mm-hmm. Lena, Gina Dunbar left a voice now. <laughs> What's her name? No, it's Lena Dunbar. Lena. Um, Lena. She's Israeli. I, what I mean, yeah. It's it's just it's so great. I don't want to even. Expl- I'm I'm not gonna. I'm gonna sound corny and uh, fake and random, so I'll spare everyone that. But thank you, everyone who's been listening with me for a hundred fucking episodes is literally psychotic i mean a lot of people i mean no one said i couldn't do it but i know that people are like truly thinking i couldn't do it um, no so everyone has more faith in you than you do <laughs> that's probably true definitely true um literally here's to 100 more i have no i don't want to stop yeah recording at and all. More, i am more, literally still just getting started and also um yep. make sure you buy some hats because they're literally so cute amber you can see this hat it's like if you saw a guy wearing it's this hat you'd be like hat. what is that hat it's so beautiful and mm-hmm. um tell me more and sturdy and yet soft and high quality and for only 32 dollars, like you just don't Strong enough for a man, but pH balanced for a woman. (laughs) All right, Amber, we're I'm gonna I'm gonna turn off. I'm gonna turn off Zoom. (laughs) Thank you again. All right, congrats. Love you. You sold me. I love you so much. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come visit soon. Bye bye. Bye.